0: Until the first global famine, drugs were following the same broad trends as a lot of other aspects of the economy, towards greater technological intensification, unnecessary complexity, abstraction, and, ultimately, an increasing quotient of falsehood. First, there were OxyContin tablets. Then, there were pressed pills made of a handful of different fentanyl analogs, a kiss of meth, and a few other things, which were all dressed up to look like 30-milligram Oxycontin tablets. Then, and this is how Glitch first made its appearance, there were these pills that were seriously counterfeits of the counterfeit Oxys. You needed Baudrillard to figure it out. And we went along with it as best we could. Weed was over and we were out there trying to ride the waves and at the same time do right by the people who relied on us. But it was getting harder and harder. I mean, it was bad enough when the dope was replaced by the Fent, but when Glitch came around I had to tap out. That was just too dark to watch people go through. And I started buying my shit on the dark web because it was the only source I could really rely on to get me at least pure Fentanyl. But that, in addition to being much more expensive, got harder and harder as well. So we'd already been thinking about a return to fundamentals, an escape from civilization, if you will, when the first global famine hit. It just gave us the impetus to act. We grew up running around in the forest guerrilla gardening, after all, rappelling down cliffs to plant in locations inaccessible by foot, building latticeworks of twigs over tiny blackberry-choked creeks and putting grow bags on the lattices with wicks transporting the water up from the creek, burying shipping containers on old logging landings to do subterranean hydroponic grows, we were second and third generation with it. The drugs we'd taken to selling when the weed money dried up, we reminded ourselves, came from a fucking flower. And it was a flower that thrived in a variety of conditions, including amidst considerable adversity. The Sierra was getting too hot and dry at lower elevations, but still, we had great success above four to 5,000 feet or so. And we distributed our efforts all over, northward up through Oregon and Washington. Massive dispersal, staggered plantings over large windows of time, and sowing over vastly greater an area than you realistically expected to harvest. These were the fundamental requirements of opium farming in the novel climate of the 2020s, in Western North America or really anywhere else. The tendency toward more temperature extremes and more rapid oscillations between them even helped the poppies germinate. If you planted somewhere that didn't freeze, some people like to put them in and out of the freezer to emulate natural temperature regimes. It quickly became apparent that we could use essentially the same techniques we developed in drug cultivation to produce food as the global economy faltered. The problem with anything that was produced and distributed within the existing centralized infrastructural networks of the global economy is that this infrastructure became hyper-militarized in service of concentrating the remaining resources in the possession of a wealthy minority. Food production had to be dispersed and difficult to scrutinize in order to survive. That such subsistence modes characterized state-evading peoples throughout history was well-established crops suited to what James Scott called escape agriculture were those that ripened quickly, grew on marginal land and at high altitudes, require little attention, are grown in a dispersed fashion, can be stored for long periods, and which must be dug up individually and can be left in the ground after maturing, as is the case with roots and tubers. There had always been obvious parallels between the drug-cultivating mountain culture from which we derived in the mountain peoples who always seemed to exist at the periphery of every empire. Now, these parallels grew. In addition to opium poppies, we began growing potatoes and clear cuts, legumes in the scars of the growing megafires.